The celebration of women this month of March. As you can see, Rubbing Minds is doing a very special edition for International Women's Month, which is powered by Lipton Tea. I'm really excited about our next guest, who is somebody who's incredibly seasoned as a Nigerian po politician and senator. Not just that, she's an advocate who has gotten herself involved in various projects that made sure that she joined the fight against human trafficking um, amongst many other causes. I'm talking about Senator Princess of Lawrence Itagiwa. Hello, welcome to the show today. Thank you, Thank you so Thank much you. for making time. Thank we really you. appreciate it. Looking glam as always. I don't know about glam. <laughs> oh, if, if this isn't glam, then I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I dress up. No, you, you always dress how you want to be addressed, which is, you know, genuinely like the queen that you are. Now, let's get straight into it. Uh, you know, you have, if I may say, fought the good fight where politics is concerned. Uh, you, you know, you rose up, uh, you've also been involved in advocacy. And, uh, you know, I want to know what are some of the hurdles that you've noticed that other women faced when they were embarking on a similar path, which is the aspiration for, you know, political office, especially to get to those high-ranking positions? Well, I mean, you know, the, the problems are still there. You know, it's, 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 nothing has changed, you know, from... Um, when I started, you know, and uh, we're talking about what 26 years ago, wow. yes, you know, and um, the um, intimidation of women, you know, hasn't stopped. Um, any means that um, they can use, you know, to um, take the women of those positions, you know, are always applied. But the main thing, you know, in, in the number of years that I've been working and going around, you know, talking to women. I, my advice, number one advice to women has been that you have to try and get rid of fear. You understand? Because the men, you know, the, the men know that we can easily be frightened. So the men use um, fear, you know, things that would bring fear, like violence. And that number one instrument is violence. Wow, against, uh, against women, women in the field, wow. yes, against that is in political field. Mm -hmm. If you're going for uh, any um, a, 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 yes, a campaign, that is election position, electoral position. So that is the main thing that they apply. And women are not financially empowered enough to be able to raise that type of money. Women, if you go as if, if you have a contractor, you go to look for a contract. If you are lucky, you know they give you breadcrumbs. Just the crumbs, whether you like it or not, is extremely, extremely, you know, capital intensive. It's a business that you have to have a lot of money, whether you like it or not. You need money to campaign. You need money to do all the souvenirs. You need money to look after people. So what is it that made you choose to stand your ground and say, no, this is what I no, want and yeah, I'm I, going to fight I, I for it? I had issues. I didn't go into politics because I wanted to go into politics. You understand? Because I wasn't a politician and I'm still not that type of politician. But I, I was looking for a platform to address my issues. And I had major, major issues to address, which I needed a platform. Number one, I had the issue of, you know, of the killing of Delegiwa, you know, which it has not been resolved. So that was, and that killing generated anger that for somebody I knew and for, you know, somebody, uh, you know, such a prolific columnist, a brilliant man to come back to Africa, you understand, to be killed. I thought it was unfair. 
You understand? So somebody that I married, I thought it was even that Nigerians cried for. And then number two was the issue of Bakasi. And even at that time, Bakasi had not been seeded. You know, but they have been, uh, um, that is very, very badly treated by both Cameroon and Nigeria. And I discovered as I was growing up politically that none of the countries actually wanted the people. They wanted what was in the, in the ground, which is oil. So the, the struggle was not about the people. The struggle was about the oil. Because for an oil-producing area, there was nothing, zero development. When I now grew up, you know, went to House of Rep and then now started seeing what was going on there. You know, so um, I, I saw all those and I, I felt that I needed that platform. And I must say that the platform of politics has been very, very useful for me in dissemination of information, in, you know, the, the platform to struggle and fight for my people. You know, I've used that, uh, used the platform a lot. And of course, you know, to fight women's issue, but I've not succeeded, you know, that's, that's the problem, you know, um, because um, the powers that be are still too strong, you know, for women of this country. So, um, it's the, the, instead of improving, they weaken the women more. You know, one of the popular hashtags at the moment is he for she. Yeah. Uh, and, you, you know, how do we, because there's, it's almost like there's two different types of uh, men, groups of men that we're speaking to. There's those who understand and say, well, give these women a chance. And there are those who are just like, what are these? These women have been shouting for a long time. We don't really understand what it is they want. Uh, you know, how can we all be a part of making sure that they also understand that they they being the men, <laughs> let me not leave them out, they being the men, that they're a very important part of this. Like you said, 26 years you've been in politics and you don't, you personally don't feel that there's been much change. You know, I, I think, you know, what I tell women, you know, because I really don't like to sit down and discuss men because for me, they don't represent my issues anymore. Wow. You know, which is, um, you know, I mean, and it's not, it's not just about me, but for me as a person, as Itagiwa, as a person, I have uh, a long, long time ago taken out the issue of whether you're a man or a woman over the years, you know. And uh, even that is why, you know, I've been preaching for women to be very, very strong. Because I cannot sit down and waste my time to discuss whether men like you or not. Then it's, that is a greater sign of weakness. That you're unable to thrive, you're unable to survive politically, you're unable to get anything, you know, because a man likes your face or doesn't like your face. For me, this country belongs to all of us, you know, so, and um, it's about, you know, being strong and being firm and standing up to say that I'm not here to push you out, hey, but allow me space for us to compliment each other. But everyone knew that I'm always known as a troublemaker. <laughs> Even in my state of origin, I'm known as a troublemaker. And you are a troublemaker because you are asking for what is rightly yours and what is rightly you know, what should rightly belong to your community that you come from, or for the women. So if women, but they intimidate women, they silence women. You understand, look at Nigeria, women are in government and all that. We don't hear women because they silence women. So we, we're hoping to see a, Psycho, a shift yes, where these exactly. women can find and, and you know, being out there, Talking for women, talking for children, talking for the youth, talking for people, does not make you less a woman. I am saying that, I am saying here today that 
I'm so happy and proud to be a woman. If there's anything like reincarnation, I'll come back a woman. I'm a Calabar woman. But hey, wait a minute. What has to be done has to be done, whether I'm a man or a woman. Yeah. And that's why I keep preaching. Short of sounding like a broken record that women have to be strong. And that's why I don't even believe in the affirmative action. You understand? I believe affirmative action, yes, but with amendments, only political appointments. With by right should not even be 35%, should be 50-50. Because we all work. Do you know the efforts that women make for people to win election? So but it's, be, use them as but I mean, how do we get to a point where we see somebody's merit when there are so many obstacles exactly. for you to even... So, yeah, but if you want to contest election, you have to go there to the field and fight with whoever is content, contesting with you, whether man or woman, you're all human being. Otherwise, it's very, very undemocratic for a woman to be picked and say, go to House of Rep or go to House of Assembly and all that. It's very undemocratic. And it's, it's you know, very, very serious sign of weakness. You understand? Because you may not even be given the opportunity to be able to say anything. Because they'll ask you, who elected you? Yeah. Who are you representing? You are here for weakness. Mm, to fill a quota. Exactly. I've done four elections. <laughs> You're a veteran. Yes. You know, so, and um, yeah, four very bad elections, you know. I did a primary election that was as bad as the main election. Then I did election to House of Rep. I did Senate election twice. And both of them... I won. In fact, the last one I did, you know, I contested. I was the only, um, you know, um, non-ruling party. PDP was ruling party. I was APP. So I was the only one in the whole south of Nigeria, south side, that won election as opposition. So you can imagine how much war I, I went through. You know, and this is what I want women to do. To get ready. And I think you're answering the question that I want to ask you is that, with all of this experience, celebrating this wonderful 74th year of your life, if you could pass on one piece of advice to the women watching right now, what would it be? No, I'm, I'm still saying the same thing. Mm. You understand? The women must conquer fear. You understand? That's because it is yes, yeah. through fear that they succumb to intimidation, psychological intimidation and all that fear. And then, of course, hold on to your God. And the women must be strong. Nigerian women must be strong. Because we don't have materials in this country. You know, we have solid women. I mean, we have upcoming young ladies like you doing so well in your different fields of endeavor. We have, you know, intellectually, they're high up there. You know, business-wise, they're coming up. But we have to come together and be strong together. That, you know, that's my advice. Be strong together. And support each other. And support that one is a very important support each one. other. You know, yeah. because before, you know, men like that a lot. That a woman would climb up there, manage to climb up there, through whatever means. Once she's there, either she's so scared, and all that, she just stays up there. So no woman can even attempt. Yeah. But now we are beginning to help each other. You know, we are talking to each other. We are having series of conversations on how to move forward. We are, we are you know, we are talking. I can feel the impact, the impact that Nigerian women are making today. And we're embracing what can be done with we are embracing. We are embracing that, which is a thing of joy for me. Wonderful. So very quickly before you go, I, I think I have the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask you, are you a feminist? Am I? Are you a feminist? I'm not. I'm not because uh, all those titles are all weaknesses. You know, you don't have to be a feminist or non-feminist to achieve what you want in life. You don't have to go 
to war with the men, you understand? Because for me, that's the interpretation of feminism, that you, you're at war with the men. You, wanna, you just let the men know, you know, that we need to complement each other. That's a so create space, some not. I don't believe in that. Okay. Yeah. So you're here to take up space, own what's yours. Yeah, because I can achieve a lot without, you know, without talking about gender, without talking feminism. Incredible. I can, I can achieve that. That's what I'm trying to teach the next generation. Which is a very valuable lesson. Absolutely. Senator Princess Florence Tegueo, this has been incredible. Thank you so much for your time. And thank you. thank you for the wisdom and for sharing some of your experiences that we don't get to hear about often. Uh, but I know there are many lessons learned from that. So I really appreciate that. Uh, wonderful. So uh, that's a, an incredibly insightful conversation. And we're going to take a very quick breather. But don't move because there's plenty more when we return. This is a Rubbing Minds special for International Women's Month, powered by Lipton. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for staying tuned to Rubbing Minds. This is the International Women's Month special brought to you by Lipton. And of course, the conversations continue. We're speaking to some of the most iconic women in Nigeria. We've just come from...